One driver did double duty at two different racetracks. We had some unfortunate events for two Port Royal racers and more from the Dirt Racing Weekend. Let's go. It's Monday, April 3rd. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. So Saturday was April Fool's Day, and I saw this social media post. I figured it wasn't true, even though I wanted it to be true. But Ricky Thornton Jr. posted a photo on his Facebook account of a sprint car. No decals said he was going to run the million at Eldora. Obviously, on April 1st, you can't believe anything you see on the Internet. But man, would it have been cool. Later on, after I tweeted about it, it was revealed that the photo was actually of Billy Dietrich's car from Pennsylvania from a few years ago. It's a shame because Ricky Thornton Jr. at Eldora for the million would have been really, really fun. Oh well, I guess I'll just have to keep dreaming on that one. On the flip side, RTJ did pick up a win over the weekend going to Victory Lane on Friday night with the MLRA at Wheatland. He got the lead from Dylan McCowan on lap 14 and never looked back. It was a $5,000 win and not surprising to see nearly 50 cars in attendance with the complete lack of super late model racing we've seen over the last two months. On Saturday night with the MLRA, it was all Jonathan Davenport. He went quick time, won his heat, and led every lap of the feature. It was a nice bounce back for those guys who had an up and down speed weeks uh, and then a tough trip to Boot Hill a few weeks ago as well. And a hat tip to all those late model racers at Wheeland too. Not a single caution in either feature over the two nights of racing. Elsewhere on the country, we did get to see a bunch of other racing, and there were some interesting stories. Thanks to a heads up from my guy Ross Weiss and some great social coverage from Lauren Kelly and Box 3, we got to follow Joe B. Miller doing something you don't see every day. Lots of drivers do double duty on the same night, uh, you know, across the country running multiple divisions. But how often do you see a guy do double duty at two different racetracks? Joe B. ran his wing micro at Doe uh, Do Run Raceway and his 410 sprint car at St. Fran uh, Francois about nine miles away. So he spent the night driving back and forth between the two racetracks and almost pulled off the sweep. He went third to first in the sprint car feature, topping Steve Short and Kyle Bellum and was leading in the micro feature when the oil filter O-ring blew out. It was a hell of an effort, though, and about what you would expect from a guy like Joe B. He's not afraid to race all sorts of cars. Very cool story there. Uh, in a not-so-cool story, for, uh, though, from the weekend, two different competitors had issues on Saturday after leaving Port Royal's show. Sprint car driver Mike Wagner's truck and trailer were involved in a multi-car incident on the way home. It sounded like everyone was okay, though. The tractor definitely has some damage, but the trailer looks to be okay. Hopefully they can get everything ready to go again soon and there's not too much damage inside of that trailer. Also, a late model driver Andrew Yoder has hit, uh, had his entire trailer go up in flames as they were making their way home after a ninth place finish in the super late model feature. They did manage to get the car out of the trailer, but it's pretty heavily damaged if you uh, can see the pictures on screen. The trailer itself, everything inside are a complete loss. Glad to see everyone uh, escape okay from that one. Uh, definitely a very scary looking fire from the photos. There is a GoFundMe set up if you'd like to help them get back going again. If you go to uh, GoFundMe.com, search for Andrew Yoder, uh, you'll see it right up there. It's uh, the picture of the trailer on fire. Uh, so far, uh, as of last check, they've raised about $11,000 of a $15,000 goal. An app uh, port before the chaos Lucas Wolf took advantage of late trouble for leader Jason Schultz, slipping by Danny Dietrich on the restart and bagging the victory. I believe it was Wolf's first sprint car win since a victory at the Grove in 2021. 
Drake Trotman won the day's late model event. Uh, both the weekend shows at Williams Grove and Lincoln were rained out. Uh, down at Devil's Bowl over the weekend, we did get both World of Outlaws nights in. Not quite the record car count that Johnny Gibson talked about late last week, but still a very healthy 31 entries each night. Friday, it was Brad Sweet getting by pole sitter Brent Marks on lap 10 and driving off to his second straight series win. Marks settled for second with Jacob Allen in third. On Saturday night, passing was pretty tough. The track was super fast in the feature, never really widened out. James McFadden jumped to the lead at the start and never looked back. He led all 30 circuits for the $20,000 score. It was J-Mac's second victory of the season and a nice turnaround from needing a B-main transfer the night before. Definitely been a roller coaster year for McFadden so far. Two wins and five top tens in, five, uh, in 10 races, uh, but also results of 18th, 13th, 22nd, 21st, and 13th. I think he's as talented as anyone running a sprint car right now. He just needs to be able to find some consistency out there. Some other notes from the Outlaw Weekend. Buddy Kofoid was fast again. Two more top five finishes. He was McFadden's closest competition Saturday after sitting on the pole. He remains in the top five in the Outlaw standings. Carson Macedo's top 10 streak is still alive now at 16 straight races. He had Devil's Bowl finishes of 7th and 3rd. As for Brad Sweet, he started off the season slow. He had that 19th place finisher in the opener at Volusia. But since then, they have been really strong. His last five races has, uh, have ended up in two wins, two seconds, and a fifth. If he keeps this up, it could be a monster year for the Napa 49. And behind the top runners, it was another disappointing weekend for Donnie Schatz and Sheldon Hoddenshield. Neither driver in the top 10 either night. Both continue to lose ground in the standings as well. They're both outside the top five right now. David Gravel takes a 26-point lead over Sweet into this week's races. US 36 on tap for Friday and 81 Speedway coming up on Saturday. With the Spring Nationals over the weekend, Joseph Joyner was a winner Friday at Buckshot Speedway. He topped Dylan Tidmore and Ross Bales in that one. It's a good thing Hunt the Front started their own series since Joseph can't seem to win anywhere else. I'm sure those commenters raced over to the Hunt the Front YouTube channel to apologize in their comment section uh, for all of the crappy things they have said in the last several weeks, uh, several months as this uh, Hunt the Front series has come to fruition. Saturday night, it was Brandon Overton outdueling Ashton Winger for the $10,000 score in that one. Uh, that was at East Alabama. Winger and Carson Ferguson ended up on the podium. If you watch that one, I need someone to explain to me how Sam Seawright spins out of the ballpark in turn two, but yet somehow got to keep his second position on the restart afterwards. He threw a big slider for the lead, then had to take evasive action for a spinning car. But I don't know that I agree with him getting the spot back. Uh, you know, I know it's terrible luck to have the car spin in front of you, but that doesn't mean you should get your spot back. That's a strange rule there. Other weekend late model winners included Kyle Bronson in a crate car at Cochran. Uh, Ricky Weiss and Tyler Bayer got wins at Bristol on the dirt there. And Joseph Joyner won again on Saturday at Why Not. That was also not a Hunt the Front Series race. Other weekend open wheel winners included Parker Price Miller at Atomic on Sunday in their special pop-up event. He topped Cap Henry and Cole Macedo in that one. Devin Moran ended up 20th of 24 starters in his first sprint car attempt. Chase Johnson was the CRA winner at Mojave Valley over Brody Roa and RJ Johnson. And finally today, Caden Carter and Tyler Wolf were weekend USMTS winners at Arkla Tech Speedway. The Modified Series is off now for a few weeks. Jason Hughes emerges out of the weekend as the points leader over Terry Phillips and Dan Ebert. Streaming schedule, uh, pretty quiet today. Just Flow Racing 24-7 and Dervision now. Not, not super shocking for a Monday in the spring, but... Uh, uh, just a couple of things going on. If you want to see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a good Monday out there. We'll be right back here tomorrow for more. <laughs>